horniest movies of all time. Fifty Shades of Grey is not even number one. Oh, Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. Channing Tatum. What about Joe Manjin and Lolo? If you could say his name without Joe sounding... Man- <laughs> Joe Mangello. I don't know how to say his fucking name. There's like a lot of syllables in that shit. I don't know. What, what's his wife's name? Sophia uh, Vergara. Sophia Vergara's Maybe husband. Just change his last name. Yeah, just make it Vergara. Joe Vergara. It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> um, okay, that fucking show that that like nudie boy show that I went to with my mom. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom fucking thought it was going to be this like tee. <laughs> and these guys are literally face fucking these girls <laughs> with nay but their undies between them and my mom looked like she was going to fucking die. Imagine she had the one smell, foot in the grave man. and the other on a used condom. <laughs> <laughs> she she was about ready to die. It was so good. I was not having a good time until I saw my mom having a bad time. <laughs> Because, like, I don't really like those things anyway. Because, like, no. why am I giving you money to, like... It's so disgusting. Do, like, what is. you're... Yeah. I could probably go get for free, you know? What's up, chick sticks and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our very... Salty surprise. <laughs> you know, after this week, I don't want to think about smut. I don't want to think about porn. I don't want to think about sex. Mm-hmm. I am done. I am over it. Well, don't, don't, let's not be hasty now. I just If I just hear the word girth or slit one more time. Pussy. Oh, no, God. God. <laughs> the, the things we do to each other and for this podcast. Oh, God. So, so if you haven't guessed, we're talking about smut. If you don't know what that is, that's erotica. That's basically porn of the literature nature. Spicy books. Spicy books. That's a light way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the 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 family-friendly way of saying it. Yeah. Well, I guess that's... I don't know if they have to... Because you're on TikTok, but like it's yeah. called Spicy Talk, right? It's Spicy Book Talk. Spicy Book Talk. And yeah. do they call it that because... Yeah, they it say it's porn. porn books is like your your band or your yeah, get... it'll get flagged. Mm, okay, yeah. can you just call it erotica or is that also like a band word? You know, I think that is kind of straddling a fine line. Mm. So okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> pun oh. intended. Oh. You know what? I didn't even pick up on that. I think I've grown so numb <laughs> to like sexual words that that's true. You could be like dick. Come vag butt plug, and I would I would be like, are you making a grocery list like that? <laughs> I would be. I'm so numbed. So it's okay. funny because I'm the opposite. I'm triggered. Right? Okay. I can't even like listen to these words. You're anymore. rawer than some of these vaginas oh, we had to read about. Dude. And they tell you how raw they are yeah. too. In in great detail, they consulted yeah. their thesaurus and they used at least three adjectives <laughs> to say the same thing for every. <laughs> Every word they wanted to use. So um, I'm curious because you're our resident historian. I (laughs) Well, it's because I don't put in effort in that realm. (laughs) So you're just going to be our resident expert. Um, 
I just wrote like history of smut. Hopefully, Sapita has. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I does do. Sapita has. I has <laughs> a Wikipedia page up. No, okay, <laughs> so it's for sure accurate. So, for sure. Like, what is the actual history of smut? So they the history goes back to ancient times. I mean, people have been writing. Um, <laughs> Next tone is Geralt of Rivia saying fuck. And I am weak. Oh boy. I'm gonna just put that on silent. Okay. I'm sorry, Sabina. What was that about? The history of smut? Oh, that took me out of it. But he's right. You know, people have been people writing have about been fucking, fucking but yeah. for a while, yeah. And that's how we're here, right? Ancient people fucked. That's so. kind of true. And that makes my existence a little more. <laughs> magical and when you think about it yeah there was a caveman like thousands of years ago that fucked and here you are i mean when you think about it sex is like literally the most driving force in people other than like the Mm -hmm. need to eat and sleep and they say that prostitution is the oldest uh you know career profession profession yeah i mean yeah i mean that Sex was always very prevalent in people's lives. As much as we look at the ancients um, outside of mythology and Zeus and we think, okay, well, they were just kind of these sexless beings that had other things going for them. Um, No, they were writing love poems, poems about sex um, from the dawn of time. Um, I think I remember, and I didn't see this in this Wikipedia page, but I do remember hearing about cave paintings that depicted sex as well. So, and like, um, when you look at the ruins of Pompeii, there were a lot of dicks that were drawn on the wall. There were, there was like a bathhouse with like mosaics of different sex positions that you can order. So it's like a little So you just point to the mosaic that you want? Yeah. That's dope. Number three, please. Let's bring that back. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put the art back in uh, sex, shall we, people? Kama Sutra. If you want to talk about the art. And we talked about, uh, in another episode, we talk about, uh, I mentioned briefly, Japanese, ancient Japanese sex books. And it was just right up there with like cooking and gardening. Mm -hmm. It was just like another book. Yeah. And it's just uh, very prevalent throughout history. Um, And even erotic fiction. So it transcends just poetry and um, song. Erotic fiction has been around since... The medieval times. I mean, a lot of it has been satire based, similar, I think, to what you've read this last week. But mm-hmm. um, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's always been there. Um, and even in the early, I guess, the 80s, 90s, you know, those Harlequin romance novels were like super popular. I'm talking those like paperback Danielle Steele or Diane Steele yeah, or whatever her name exactly, is. With, yeah, exactly. Um, with the Fabio on the mm-hmm. cover of them. Mm-hmm. You would see like a lot of moms read them. And you're like, oh, you're reading a romance novel. Mm-hmm. Not realizing how much smut is actually. Well, actually, I, I don't think it's actually. I guess it depends, right? Some I don't know. I've never read some... one of the classic old one. Classic. <laughs> the, Did you read that classics. classic fuck book? <laughs> <laughs> but. The the it kind of died away a little bit, mm-hmm. and then in 2012, Fifty Shades of Grey came out. Did it ever? I know, and 
suddenly everyone's fucking reading it to the point where I was in grad school at the time mm-hmm. and my group was working on a final for one of our classes where we had to pitch a magazine idea. And because of the prevalence of, you know, how popular Fifty Shades of Grey was amongst women that were, you know, between the ages of 18 to 40, God, maybe even, you I, know. I'm going to go ahead and say, survey says it's a little higher than that. Yeah, but. okay. Well, even then I was like, there is a market for magazines that target women based solely on sex. Um, and I was able to pitch it correctly because he said he'd never, my, my professor said he'd never approved a sex magazine until our group. So, yeah. Uh, wow. And we, we did really well on it. But up until then, like, if you looked at, like, there was Playboy and then there was Playgirl. Mm-hmm. Playgirl was targeted towards gay men. It was all pictures of, like, these ripped guys and their giant schlongs. There's not a whole lot of substance for what it seems a lot of women want, which is these detailed descriptions of happenings. Was Playgirl made by guys, though? And it was just what they thought women wanted to see? I don't know. Honestly, I could not tell you. Hmm. Well, okay, so you mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and... uh, take over here for a minute and i'm gonna take you back so while you were using 50 shades as a way to conquer your grad school projects i was being subjected to constant chatter about this stupid fucking book i feel like all the middle-aged women in my life were talking about it right they're like oh i you know it's like oh yes amanda and the kids were over for harold's birthday last weekend and we went to that new interactive dino exhibit and the kids just loved it oh and i read 50 shades of gray and let me tell you christian christian gray gets me hotter than a hooker's door on nickel night you know they're like they're just chattering about the and they'd like talk about their favorite chapters i'm like what I didn't know anything about Fifty Shades of Grey. All I knew is that literally people in my life that I was close to that are old enough to be my grandmother, my mother, um, maybe just slightly older than me, they're all reading this stupid book, Mm -hmm. right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm a woman of science and my favorite word in the world is why, so I have to know. Pandora's box, I'm going to open that shit. So I Googled, literally my Google thing was Fifty Shades Sexy Paragraphs. I thought, like, what are these women into? And I found out all I needed to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, so <clears throat> I'll say this. I've never read the book. I read the passages. And what I can glean from the passages is that Christian Grey is a dick. And it's no wonder that women keep getting themselves in these crazy shit relationships. You want good erotica? How about... A guy that's nice to you in the streets and then naughty to you in the sheets and not like dismissive or dark, crazy, maladjusted, tortured, distant people that have traumatic past that are douche canoes. Why can't they just be like good people women that know how to fix fuck someone? No, no. And <laughs> like the BDSM in that book is no like transitional, get your toe in the water. So, I don't know the women in my life. I don't think that they were having crazy bondage monkey sex prior to this. Now, who who could really be sure? And I dare not <laughs> fact check that statement. We're going to leave it where it lie. And I just don't believe that you go from missionary vanilla to totally fine with this over-the-top shit, i.e., specifically, anybody that's read the Fifty Shades of Grey, they're going to know about the tampon thing. 
this is one of the paragraphs that I read where I, I noped. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. He like yanks her tampon out. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Did she just put this in? Because anybody who's oh, ever that's used the one, worst. that is yeah. like <laughs> rubbing your naked body on a gym floor. Like, <laughs> no way. There is no way you got any pleasure out of that. And so I went as far as to look into this. I'm like, okay, what does the BDSM community think oh, about they 50 hate Shades? It. They hate they it. They hate it. They hate it. And so that's how you know it's a shit book because there are so many, and I looked into this, I read up on it. There's a lot of rules. There's like posted rules for different communities mm -hmm. all over the world, all over the US for BDSM rules. You can go to local boards and, and communication is like the biggest, most mm -hmm. important thing in BDSM and it has to be consensual. And in the book, I guess, um, it's not like that. I guess Christian Gray just knows what the girl wants or whatever. Allegedly. Huh? Uh, yeah, like he just does these things and she's supposed to be like kind of into it. And I guess by the end of the third book, he abandons his BDSM desires because he wants to have a traditional quote, quote, vanilla relationship mm -hmm. with this girl, Anastasia. So like being in this relationship cured him of his sexual deviancy. And obviously the BDSM community hates so, yeah, that. She was able to change him. Yeah. So <clears throat> the book is like hot garbage. I've never read it, but I've read all I need to know. So... I read a bit of it. Um, just like you, everyone in my life was talking mm -hmm. about Fifty Shades of Grey. Thankfully, my mom was not. Um, but I was hearing how amazing this book series is from people who typically didn't read very often. And I always had my head in some book or another. So I was like, you know what? Let me give this a try. If this is getting these people to read, it, it has to be good, right? I got 50 pages in. And I just, I couldn't do it to myself anymore. It, it just so poorly written. The plot is just, and I didn't even get to any like sexy, spicy parts. I just, it was just her being like, I'm a plain girl. And he's <laughs> this, yeah, I'm a plain girl. And he's this big wig that has these piercing eyes. And I, just, I couldn't, I couldn't. And afterwards i did do the same research as you and i was like this shit sucks like this isn't even good i don't know you know what we're what people are seeing in this but maybe that talks to the sex lives that they have i don't know i don't know <clears throat> uh speaking of sex lives though after okay um, there's this website and they research sex. That's like what they do. Sexualdiversity.org. Okay. Okay. And they uh, gathered some empirical data, some mathy data on Fifty Shades. And after that shit released to market, adamandeve.com, the like sex toy retailer, uh -huh. they saw double digit growth in their BDSM product sales and vibrators went up 14%. <laughs> yeah. See, vibrators I get. The BDSM products, you've got to be careful with some of that shit. They just, they read Christian Grey doing it. They're like, you know what? My husband, Mike, he can do it too. <laughs> so get over here, Mike. And th so they also gathered some data from adult sites. So I think of your favorite adult site, whatever that may be. And data was gathered. And after the Fifty Shades hit the shelves, people hit the keyboard, man. And BDSM-related porn searches broke down like this. And this is like the funny slash weird part so for women the um the dominant uh the word dominant like in the porn uh -huh. search or whatever went up 196 percent okay bdsm went up 186 percent 
Submission went up 219%. Bondage went up 131%. And spanking went up 158%. So more women um, were looking at porn. And more specifically, they were looking at like BDSM porn. Um, and the guys, what I love about their stats is that the... <laughs> so much lower so for example mm -hmm. the dominant the increase in 196 percent for women it was a 32 percent <laughs> increase for men they were just probably curious because their wives kept talking yeah about right it. and so bdsm increased by 30 percent spanking five percent so i don't know if that means a lot of them were already watching or there just wasn't that much interest garnered i don't know submission um 46 increase bondage 10 percent increase so it would be interesting to know out of like what was the percentage of men actually looking at those figures before like why was the increase so small but what the what you can get out of that is that women were now all of a sudden more interested in porn so i guess the book though it's garbage <laughs> maybe it got people more open to well i think it also paved the way to where we are now right with all yeah. of these mm -hmm. popular spicy books that are out and i guess these books are also a lot varying in degree too of what their the subject is i know that um while i haven't read any of them i know that there's like is it disney porn where it's excuse me yeah so <laughs> like there's one that's called i think it's called desperate measures but don't don't quote me on this where it's jafar and jasmine okay um i mean that one i kind of get because there's like Sexual tension? Kind of, right? She's in that like weird little red number and he's all like owning her and shit. That That is like the setup for some smutty shit. So I'm not surprised yeah, at that. Yeah, so th there's that. There's um, one based off of um, Hades and I think it's Persephone. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's called Neon Gods. And then there's a ton of just porn where the woman falls in love with a gang member or gang members, you know, it's a reverse harem. So when you say gang members, and I'm not, this is not speaking ill of either category, are we talking like a mobster or are we talking like, like, like a street gang, gang person both. or like a motorcycle? Oh, okay, there's seems both. to be both, yeah. So I think the whole Sons of Anarchy, Jax? Mm. Everybody wanted to have yeah. sex with that guy. Yeah. It's Charlie Hunnam, though. I guess it's understandable. Yeah, so... It's, it's, it's all that stuff. Um, what you and I read is completely different, but what I want to know is, was that the first smut that you've ever read? Because mine, well, I have, okay, I used to be really into fan fiction because Hold it was on. fan fiction. Fan fiction is a slippery motherfucking it slope. It is, and that's what I learned. Like, you are one step away from, mm -hmm. like, Oh, this is a fun offshoot of Harry Potter to like Harry Potter's having sex with Snape and Dumbledore and Dobby all at once in like a vat of magical pudding. And that you know happened to I mean? me. It fucking happened to me what with Harry mean? Potter. After the Harry Potter books came out, I was feeling withdrawals. Okay, so I was that's like, fair. I need, you know, I need to read more Harry Potter stuff. And I realized that there was fan fiction. So I kept reading and I was exploring the different, you know, timelines of different people's stories. And I was like, oh, there's one about Harry and Hermione. Or there was one that I remember distinctly. There was one of Hermione and Snape. Oh. And I like I opened it up, and I was like, oh, is, is it talking about like how he, he hates her, but she's the best in his class or whatever? Yes. 
Um, but he also loves her. Oh shit! And that made me feel very uncomfortable. Well, it's because at no point in the Harry Potter series, except maybe the last book, but I don't know if I mean like is she's not eighteen at any time. No, she's seventeen. Mm. Although technically legal in the UK, that's still not. not <laughs> cool. It just cool. still it makes it's, me go. Brrr. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it gives me the ick, but. Then someone came to my house, and um, it was like a, we had a family friend come over, and they stayed for a while, and they left a book there. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, it, you know, I like to read. Let me read this book. <clears throat> and the book is called <clears throat> The Duke Buys a Bride. <laughs> the Duke Buys a Bride. You just whip this shit out. And yeah. also, Sapita, can I ask, did you know this was smut? Because I, I know everybody can't see the title, but it's literally a girl in a uh, Scandi type of long dress being smooched so, very provocatively <clears throat> by a muscled man. So actually, I, I'm i mistaken. This wasn't the book. It was a different book, but yes, it was basically the same thing as this. Okay. And I had no idea because mm. I was like, oh, it's like, it's... A fantasy novel. I don't mm. fucking know. Mm-hmm. I started reading it, and I was like, this isn't right. And I stopped, because I was like, this is weird. And I finally gave it back to this person, because I was like, I think you left your book there. And they're like, I, I just, I love the romance. And I was like, I'm not judging you, dude. I bought this, because I was like, how are these people making so much money off of porn? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to read it for research, and I couldn't get into it. So I just kind of, like, skimmed the spicy bits to see what, ah, <laughs> what there was. Okay. But what, what, what was yours? <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to, like, just put a caveat here and be like, so my foray into sexual mentioning in books, these are not classically smutty books by any means. Mm-hmm. They, they're not class. You would not find these in, like, the sex section of a bookstore, if that's even a thing. I don't even know where you... Romance. Ro- oh, romance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So <laughs> my first experience, and I think it was probably your yours too, along with Sound Guy Dan, hear me out, The Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, okay. that makes sense. Okay. I was waiting <laughs> for you to be so uncomfortable because... You know, I think I had to read that when I was in like seventh grade or eighth grade or something, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like 12, 13, 14, whatever, reading this book over summer vacation. This was our summer reading assignment that we had to come to school prepared to talk about. And I remember being like in Idaho or some shit on vacation with my family and reading this book. And I get to the part where, um, God, what's the guy's, the boy's name? Peter. Peter. It's like something with a P. Peter. Yeah, yeah. We'll call him Peter. And she kind of starts to get feelings for Peter. And she's about my age, I think, when she's about 13. Yeah, she's about 13. At the time, right? And so that's right around the time you hit puberty. Things like that start happening. And so she kind of like, I think she talks about touching her breast Mm -hmm. when she thinks about Peter because it feels good. And I remember being like, holy shit. And I like put the book down and I like (laughs) put it across the room. I was like, whoa, I don't know what that was. (laughs) What did I just read? And this was a school assignment? Yeah. Um, And I I powered through it, but that was my first foray into sex. So apparently her dad made the conscious choice to keep it in there. I I respect that. he wanted people to be like, she was a a growing girl. Yeah, Yeah, that's normal. And I I totally love that, and I respect that he put that in there. I just wasn't prepared to Mm -hmm. read that. 
Um, and I think my second major foray into like more explicit, if we want to uh, call it that, I hate to even say this. So my dad wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and it's like it's a like a action shooting gun sure book. no it is it is uh-huh. it is and it's about these like mercenaries and they go to mexico and whatever but there's a scene and i don't even remember because i haven't i have not finished this book i got to this point in the story and i was like hmm nope can't do that <laughs> and it talks about you know it goes into like imaginative detail we'll call it about this sexy scene between the main character and some chick and I put that fucking thing down much quicker than the Diary of Anne Frank, and I haven't looked back since then. So maybe that's why smut's not my thing. Who knows? But since then... Yeah, you keep thinking about your daddy. Hey, whoa. First of all, that is my father. There's a difference between daddy and daddy, and I will never get them confused, ever. And Second of all, it's funny that you say that. I know nobody else here is in on the joke, but you'll be in in, in on the joke in like a second. Yeah. But uh, I have not read Smut until we did for this episode. Yeah. And since you want to bring up Daddy's, Sapita, why don't we talk about... Daddy? Uh, what was the name of the book? Fuck. Your Daddy Will... Or no. Your Dad, your will, dad do. will Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called Your Dad Will Do. It's by Katie Robert. Um, and she writes a lot of... Not uh, books, smutty books about. She's like the currently popular author. She's pretty popular, right? yeah. And and the reason why we chose to to read her book is it just the reviews on Amazon were much better than a lot of the other books that we were considering at the time. And like spicy book talk, didn't they like mention her a bunch of times too? So, yes, a couple of her books that they did mention it, um, specifically because of the spice level. But she also deals with it's not kinks, it's like. Taboo relationships. Taboo. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was looking for. Thank so you. So I, I would wager that this is a kink, though. It's like an age. It's an age thing. It is an age thing. There's yeah. a gap. There's a twenty-three. 20, no, twenty. She's twenty-six, and he's, he's 40, forty-eight. He's almost fifty. Yeah. So it's like a twenty-three-year age gap yeah. or something. Basically, the premise of this book is um, a girl shows up at her father-in-law or former father-in-law's house um, because she just broke up with his son. Who because he she- cheated on her with his secretary. Exactly. And she thought the best revenge would be to seduce the father-in-law who she always thought was sexy. And this book takes place over, I think, four days. And what I learned about this book, and, and the reason why we chose it is because we wanted it to be heavy on the spice. We didn't want a whole lot of plot um, because... We had read other things that were heavy on the plot, and they were heavy on the not well-written plot. Um, So we're like, you know what? We just want to go for it. And damn, do these people go for it. Like, not a paragraph in. She's already talking about how wet she is thinking about this father-in-law that she's attracted to. Yeah, it I mean, it moves plot. Who's she? I've never heard of her. There was none of that. (laughs) How many pages? It's like 100 pages, and it's like... 90 pages of that 100 page, 95 pages are just straight up porn. Right. But it like, 
uh, and I, I'm not actually sure I, I'd ever thought I'd say this. But it got boring. Like hearing yes. this person talk about sex, it got boring. Like, oh, it's repetitive. He's tonguing her again. Oh, he's she's mounting her, her again. Oh, you know, whatever. Like, you're like, oh, geez, I'm just waiting for it. I'm like, I'm waiting for a plot. I'm like, is the boyfriend ever going to show up? Or yeah. what did they eat for dinner? Like, I'm waiting for actual character <laughs> they development. They didn't eat, though. That's one thing I noticed. The entire no time. No fucking eats. They ate some eggs because yeah. he made her. And I don't recall them ever eating yeah. all at they any kept other given time. All That's they did. All they did. Which, and how does one do that? I think no. I would have passed away. Well, and <laughs> she has, like, these, like, multiple orgasms, which women can have it, can. it is it is possible i think someone said i i, I read an um an article that said about 15 percent of women say that they regularly have multiple orgasms which but i guess you 15 percent that's out of 100 percent. so that means 85 percent are is, not consistently nutting more than once if they're even nutting once ouch yeah <laughs> no, but, but like that's, no no that's i get true. what you're saying but like these books paint that picture of like it's just like a constant and he's always thinking about her pleasure what i noticed when i was reading both this book and the other book that i read and i know that you've read i don't know if this is actually common with the other things that you've read but like it's always about her pleasure and then when he when there's p- penetration to finally you know Climax. Get him, I get, yeah, get, get <laughs> I think that's off. the word that's most often used. <laughs> but it, it it's very like quick and then it goes back to just her pleasure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um it so the other books that I read, they are not of the we'll say serious genre. Yeah, I think they're satire. <laughs> we'll we'll get into those. Um but I, they do in some ways kind of have that familiar like where the person who is defined as the submissive, um, whether that be a man or a woman, mm-hmm. it's like they're the the focus of the pleasure, um, and then the the person who's the dominant, which is kind of it's counterintuitive. You would think it would be the other way around, but I, because this is catered to women, I think a lot of women see themselves in that submissive role. So it's like yeah. they're getting, like, well, I guess they're being dominated. But I don't know. I'm confusing myself, but I. I agree with you. Even in the comical books, mm-hmm. there is elements of that formula there. And yeah. it's probably because it does really well. Well, it, it's kind of like they want to be dominated, but on their terms. Like right. they came there and they wanted it. So they want to be dominated. However, the dirty talk, it, it's a little too much for me. Like Question. Yeah. Was it too much for you because you're not a dirty talk person? Or was it too much for you because you have to listen to things like... You want to ride daddy's cock? (laughs) Because I have my highlighted notes here of my favorite, most cringeworthy. Oh, yes, I did. You best believe I did. I pulled up some of the most highlighted parts. Not that I highlighted, Mm. but like that were highlighted. And some of them were. This is one. Okay. Even if I came home for lunch unexpectedly that day and you were dating my son, he shifts forward the barest amount closing in on me. I would be fucked up if I stood in my master bedroom while you fingered that pretty little pussy. I'd be a monster to have watched the entire thing and fucked my hand while I pretended it was you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's... That's, Yep. Yeah. Here, here, I got one for you. All right, right. (laughs) There are tears on my face, but I feel like I'm on fire. (laughs) And I stare at him. I slowly lick my lips. Yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, she cries a lot because of uh, 
His giant cock, apparently. <laughs> you better be careful. You keep acting like the pretty little slut, I, and I'm liable to keep you. Ooh. Damn. Um, let's see. Oh, here. And this is what I was talking about, the whole, like, Christian Grey's an asshole thing. You're not going to tell me if you like my outfit, Daddy? He goes, still. It's fine. He, like, picked out this outfit for yeah. her, which was basically two napkins tied together. And it's, like, in the middle of winter yeah. in Chicago. And she comes out, and she's like, hello, do you like it? And he's like, fine. fine. He's, like, all of a sudden super frosty for no reason. Yeah, and he Trust, punishes somebody her was doing for- that to me, I'm out of there. I'm stealing your parka, and I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> well, and she doesn't wear underwear, and he punishes her for it, because he put out underwear for her. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. Maybe that's like that dominant thing. Maybe that's like, I don't know. I don't know. And, oh, here we go. This is my, this line right here, my most uncomfortable moment the entire book. I could, I could read five paragraphs of just daddy, pussy, daddy, pussy. And I. Finger, thumb. No. Although the words finger and thumb specifically appears way more than I would have ever thought. (laughs) Right? Yes, and it's like thumbing my clit or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. He thumbed her ass, didn't he? He thumbed a lot of things. Yeah. A lot. I mean, here, he talks about uh, putting his thumb on her chin. Yeah. On her nipple. It just, anywhere the thumb can go, it goes. I can't deal with thumbs anymore. Okay, so here is the line that made me incredibly uncomfortable. It's such a dad thing to say that I almost come on the spot. What Ugh. she's referring to is he asks her to lock the door before he goes into the sex shop to buy her a butt plug. But that's neither here nor there. What my problem with that phrase is, though, it's not like it's such a daddy thing. It's no, such it's a dad, dad thing, thing to say that I Girl almost come on the spot. Father problems. This is father problems. That is, <laughs> that is a way of putting it. And when I read that, that was like my, oh, okay. So I was like, and that's chapter eight. And I don't know how many chapters there are, but for the rest of it, I was, you know, I never really got into it. But after that, I was pretty disengaged because it it felt to me like this girl's got some problems and nobody's acknowledging (laughs) it. I think at a certain point it was a race to the finish, right? I was just trying to get through it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It totally. I remember just being like, tap, tap. And then, like, if I didn't remember the previous paragraph, it doesn't like, matter. it's too late. It's in the past. Tap, tap. <laughs> Getting through this thing on the well, fucking Well, it's because everything is the same thing, mm-hmm. right? The sex acts, like, you know, spoiler alert, but it starts with fingering, and then it leads to the oral, and then the sex. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just continues that pattern until he brings in the butt plug. Yeah, but the and but then it remains the same. It's like yeah. the butt plug's just there, and then yeah. these three things keep cycling. Yeah, and and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a little bit of um, exhibitionism. Yeah, yes, there is some of that. But and I never like when you and I were were deciding what book to read. I never thought I'd because I said I didn't want a plot. I said I was so sick of plots. Like they were going to be poorly written. I didn't want it. I wanted a fucking plot. Yeah. Even if it was poorly written. I just yeah. wanted something. Just anything. I would have gripped yeah. onto anything. Because I had read previously the um, a sample of another really popular one that's a reverse harem. Mm-hmm. And all I got was the plot version. I didn't, like, I didn't even get to any spicy bits. But I just, I couldn't do it. Because mm-hmm. it, she was just so poorly written. She was one of those... Um, I'm not like other girl girls. Mm-hmm. I wear combat boots and short shorts, and I have a bat. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, 
literally female I, Negan. I kind of hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And I read another book before I got to this one, though, recommended by an asshole friend okay. who said that they heard they hadn't even read it. They heard that it was supposed to be pretty spicy. So I was like, okay, Wait, let me before try. Before you it. talk about this book, I okay. want to know what's your wet floor rating for, for this <laughs> book for dad don't do me or or no dad your dad will do in the big at what point by the end by the time i finished it or yeah like one negative out of two negative. <laughs> i was in the I beginning i was like okay it's like a three or a four yeah, like okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but at some point her vagina and my patience just got just very thin. thin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grinding this shit down to nothing. <laughs> and I just couldn't do it. What, yeah. What's yours? Honestly, it was the same. It was for sure in the <laughs> negatives. Because when I got to the, thank you so much for reading my book. I just like heaved a sigh of relief. I was like, oh God, thank you. That's when you finally came. Yeah. <laughs> My brain came. It was like, oh, no more. Thank God. <laughs> so, okay. Back to this other book that you read. So, I guess this is more... So, I think there's two sides to this smutty world. There's the... What we read, which I think... Is straight up porn and written. Right. And then there's this, the other side, which is a little kooky. And I'm not sure where this one that you read falls. I don't know if this falls under kooky or not. Oh, it doesn't? So, okay. I think what we read together... <laughs> We yeah, we weren't holding hands or anything. We, we read it apart, but we read the same thing. Um, your dad will do, and I think all of her novels, actually. They're good if you just want something to read while you're buzzing away at your <laughs> vagina. Just hammering away at yourself. <laughs> because, like, I feel like that's the only purpose of those novels. You, well, because like, there isn't a plot there, so you can't even yeah. say that you liked it for the plot. It was literally 100 pages of... Of smut, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a sub of a sub of a sub of a plot. Like the plot was there, the way the flavor of the fruit is there when you're drinking a Lacroix. Like <laughs> it might, it may or may not have been there. The jury's still out on yeah, that. Exactly. Um, with this other novel that I read, and again, it was supposed to be this. This novel is supposed to be. A more popular version, I guess. It is supposed to still be on the spicier um, side of things. Uh, Lindsay's drinking my adios that I needed to prepare for this. Yes, Sapita's um, husband made her an AMF. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week, and it's been a long, like, just with work, and then reading this yeah, for fun. Yeah, and your downtime when you're yeah. trying to power through all these fuck books. It's crazy. Yeah, just so everyone knows, I read true crime in my downtime i don't read so <laughs> this was asking a lot <laughs> yeah it, it it's definitely uh different from my usual reading but i read ice planet barbarian by ruby dixon <laughs> what the fuck is that well okay so before i get into it i want to give a couple of trigger warnings um oh, okay there is rape oh. in this and like semi non consensual sex that turns into consensual sex. Um, oh. Yeah. And and like if 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 rape triggers you, what you could do is you could just kind of go into thirty pages in, because it's in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um the premise of this because there is a plot to this book oh, as okay. much as the An improvement. Yes, there is a plot. I would say that the climax <laughs> Of the plot 
is a little bit lacking. Um, but there, there is a premise, and the premise is that um, this this woman finds herself um, in the ship, like in in the cargo area of a, an alien spaceship. She was like abducted in her sleep, and oh. there's other women there. And I guess these aliens um, had kidnapped all these women, and they're taking them somewhere for some purpose. And there's a bunch of women in these vats that are in like a cryogenic sleep, and then there's extra women in like a jail cell or something. I guess they hit their quota, but then they're like, "Hey, why stop here? Let's grab some Let's more grab women." Grab some extras. Yeah, <laughs> the more the merrier. Okay. And and the and the rape part comes in if you're too loud. The um, the guards that are there have permission to rape you. So one of the new captives screams and she gets raped. By, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's not kosher at, at, in any sense of the word. So if you're reading this book, ex- you know, being like, all right, you know, I'm ready to get I'm turned get on. Yeah. Sexy with myself. Yeah. The, yeah. It, the opposite of a boner happens to you. <laughs> um, but that being said, the um they have to drop their cargo with all these women on this like planet because something happens they don't know what and they're on this like weird snow planet and this girl is the only one that's not injured enough to venture out to see if she can find help or food or something and she comes across this um <laughs> this guy this alien called Vectal Vectal or whatever. Okay. Um, and he is like a man, but his skin is velvety and warm. Um, mm. He's blue. He um, has a tail. And he's got a bunch of ridges that are like little ridges all over his body, including on his penis. Ah. And when, when she first sees him in the distance, she's like right about to pass out. So she passes out. While she's passed out, he walks up to her and suddenly he like he feels in love with her. Like there's something in his body that when it finds a mate, it starts buzzing and that awakens. So he's like, this is my mate. This is my woman. She looks weird, though. She doesn't look like my people. And it made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah, because that's fucking weird. <laughs> so not only is it because of that, but because of the fact that they talk about him being primitive. And I'm like, are you, like, fetishizing something here? Like, it almost felt a little to me like like the Native American and, like, the white pilgrim woman. Like, I don't know. It, it, it felt so wrong on so many levels. And then he takes her into his cave, and he takes off her clothes because they were dirty or, or they smelled or whatever because she, she, she had a pajama set, so she took the one of the aliens' clothes that she killed. Um, and so he takes off her clothes, and he's like, I want to eat her out. Oh, so okay. He, yeah. That's normal. So he just starts eating her out, and she <laughs> wakes up, and she's like, what the fuck is happening? And then like, she's like, it felt so good. And so she says, it wasn't a monster come to eat me. It was this monster who's come to eat me out. And then, like, <laughs> he didn't come to eat me. He came to eat me out. <laughs> and then, and then, like, three sentences later, 
and he begins to lick me again. <laughs> Long, slow, delicious licks right down to the slick folds of my pussy. Oh, God. This word! word this fucking word! <laughs> the, the words used to describe the human vagina are so unsexy, but they're, they're, these gals out here are trying real hard to make it sound sexy. Yeah. And this, the, the entire premise is that, you know, she left all the other girls right. in the hull of this the ship. and like They're, like, all in trouble. And she's they're all out in here trouble. Yeah, she's out here, like, fucking this guy. Yeah. And she's, she gets eaten out a lot. And meanwhile, they, they, ha- they can't talk to each other because they there's a language barrier. Although <laughs> that's figured out. Eventually, okay, with a, a really out, stupid huh? way. You use Google Translate or something? Essentially, actually <laughs> implanted in their brain. Oh, yeah. shit, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, uh, I could write these things. But this is the first of a series. Oh, so I could so be there's like, like Ice Planet series. Barbarians 4. Yeah. And it all talks about a different girl. A different girl that's in the hull of the ship with a different guy. So all these women trapped in this hull, they all find a cute little blue-tailed alien to have sex with? I guess. Mm. I mean, it, it kind of leads that way towards the end. I mean, spoiler alert, who gives shit about the plot anyway? <laughs> but, like, the whole climax is that the aliens are coming back, and then they just, like, nothing happens. Like, fucking nothing happens. Okay. So, that was the... the I mean, I have another... I have two other quotes if you want me to read them. If not, I... Um, if they are worth reading, then <laughs> lay them on me. For one, his girth is pretty freaking impressive. <laughs> okay. His scalding hot, he's scalding hot to the touch. And in, in addition to his huge size, he's got that hard knob, like a knuckle-shaped ridge that protrudes over his cock. I have no idea what it's for and no questions to ask about it. And then, you know, it keeps going. And then lots of oral sex later, um, she finds out because she said, um, I learned something new. That knob, that bony ridge, I had no idea what it was for. Yeah. I still got no freaking clue, but I do notice that when he sinks into me, it pushes through my labia and brushes against my clit. Reminds me of the time I had a rabbit vibrator and it worked my clit at the same time as my core. Come on. I feel like, honestly, the way you read that was, I was disappointed. I was expecting to hear this like really clever, spicy thing. No, she just talks about a rabbit vibrator. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it reminds me of this one time I bought this like sex toy. It was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) that had the same energy as that. But literally, it, she, in, in this book and in the, the former book, it's just orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. And, like, they even say, like, my vagina's sore. Yeah, mine is, too, and I'm just reading this. <laughs> I have a UTI just reading all of this. It probably gives women, like, they're like, well, why can't I just, like, nut over and over again? Or why is my husband, boyfriend, one night stand, etc. not making me nut over and over again. You suck. I'm going to go try to find an alien to have sex with. Yeah, an alien with a tail will just eat you out and then finger you until you come three times, and then he'll finally take you, and he'll put his ridged member... Ridged member. You know, out of all of these fucking sex books I read, I did not hear the word member, I don't think, once. I didn't And that's the most classic euphemism in sex books for... Mm -hmm. 
a penis, I think. Maybe they didn't want to be... Uh... Girth and length, I think, are, are the, the new member because I read that a yeah. shitload of times. <gasps> Something that we didn't talk about. I know I know. you want to talk about the, the three that you read and I really want to hear them. Oh, you do. But one thing that really pissed me off and I noticed that it was in this book and in the book that we read, yeah. they spell come, C-O-M-E. Oh, you're right. Now, the silly books that I read here, they spell it correctly. So, C-U-M. Okay, yeah, because that's how you're supposed to... Spell. Cum. I don't know how you. I mean, that's how I've been. No, known when you look to, it up, it says fucking come. So okay, you if I was how, in a spelling bee, that is how I. Actually, I was in a sexual spelling bee, <laughs> yeah. and that word did come up, and it was spelled C U M. Thank you. We talked there about this. I won the sexual spelling yeah. bee. Yeah, vindication. It's not spelled. Yeah, it's not spelled C O M. If you're right, if you're spelling it like that, because the editors are gonna ping you or whatever, go fuck yourself. Because you're talking about much worse things than that. And in Ice Planet Barbarian, she spells come C O M, but she spells pre come C U M. Tell me how that's not infuriating. No, it's infuriating, man. And it's almost as infuriating as like the slight grammatical or like spelling yes. errors. Like, you know, there's a word missing. There were, and I actually, I wish I had highlighted it. There were a few times where like a straight up fucking word was missing. And I, I had to read it a couple times. I'm like, I know there should be the word like held or something, you know, held me up. It's just, mm -hmm. it says me up. Like, what the fuck? So, something yeah. Ice Planet Barbarian. I actually highlighted. Oh, okay, a good. What's, error. So what's the? <laughs> I did. I so it's it says, I'd screamed. I'd screamed bloody murder. Actually, like I had screamed, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't sound right. I'd screamed. Yeah, I would have screamed. I would have screamed bloody murder. Actually, I'd have screamed. But she she makes it. I'd. I. She didn't say I'd have screamed. Like I'd have. No, I just I'd scream. No, that doesn't make sense. Right. This is what I'm saying. But also, I guess if you're writing about. Sorry. If you're writing about cocks and nuts and finger blasting, you're not really worried about you know Oxford Grammar? commas and <laughs> and the proper use of a semicolon and or, ensuring all words are properly yeah. present and accounted for. The, I don't the, know the minimal plot that was in um, the daddy book. The dad, it was all cliches. This person just went, oh, what cliche can I sprinkle in here? I can't do it. Tell me about your books. Okay. So I'm going to start off by saying that my books are a lot different than yours. <laughs> okay. Um, so I entered into the satirical realm of smut. And I got to say, I have no interest in actual smut, but I would read the fuck out of more of these books. So I'll start off with the one I liked the least, and that was Haunted Vagina. <laughs> I had high hopes for this one. Basically, what it is is Stacy and Steve are in a relationship, and Stacy's vagina is fucking haunted. It like he like put Casper your, lives in it. Like you put your ears to it, and something's going <laughs> like talking to you out of it. And like in college, people used to pay her to like listen. Like the goth kids would pay to listen to Stacy's vagina, thinking that you know like Beelzebub's living in there, spitting out you know what to do. I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> she convinces Steve to enter her and I don't mean via penis I mean like she vipers open her viper jaws open her vagina and he goes into that thing like the cave of wonders like he's Aladdin going for looking for the lamp there's like a light a, okay. a faint light and he goes hunting for it uh -huh. and he finds a whole fucking world there's a little a little world of people not ghosts they're like little you know um um you ever seen that movie little Nemo um, the animated Japanese film, Little no. Nemo. Okay. 
Um, like uh, Indians in the Cupboard? Indians in the Cupboard isn't animated, really, though. It's like half, right? No, it's not. Is it's it? not animated. It's a live action. Yeah, yeah. No, the, Little Nemo is animated. Anyway, the point is, is like the people in the film, they're like... They're little. They're just the weird clown-shaped oh. people. They have like, you know, really long noses. Or like the main character who was um, Stacy's imaginary friend that lived in her vagina and would like come out <laughs> periodically when she was like six. We talked about a six-year-old vagina in this fucking book. Ew. But anyway, she's like kind of rubbery and has these horns and she's very slick. And the way it's presented, it's not sexual. There is zero apart from so we want to talk about sex. They have Steve and Stacy have a really sad sex 69. And then like a skeleton crawls out of Stacy's vagina. It's been 42 years. <laughs> and then there's zero sex because Steve finds this mythical world and he gets trapped inside of Stacy. Because she fucks another guy. Yeah. And like she gets pregnant. And so the gateway closes. And now they're inside the baby. (laughs) And so Steve (laughs) fucks the little imaginary friend who's named Fig. And he becomes like her. He gets all latexy and gets horns. And then now Fig is pregnant. And he talks to Stacy with a walkie-talkie. And it was so devoid of sex. And the story wasn't interesting. And I was so pissed. Cause I'm like, God damn it. It's called Haunted Vagina. I was expecting, like, a spooky ghost that tries to have sex with him. And he, like, crawls out. But then he has to, like, fight off, you know, ghosts with, like, an ectoplasm sprayer. And it's just jizz. I don't know. I was expecting something way different than what it was. So, that was totally shit. And um, my next one that I read was I banged a vampire and he didn't sparkle like those bitches in Twilight. <laughs> That's the title of the book. And how was it? Um, it wasn't. It started off kind of lame and basic. Basically, this girl um, has a history of getting with and having sex with um, sexy mythical creature hunters. Like her last boyfriend was the a Bigfoot hunter and Bigfoot killed him. And she's now dating this uh, sexy British vampire hunter named Leonard. It's like, you couldn't have picked a better name than Leonard? For what about Van Helsing? Sake. Fuck! I mean, yeah, Van anything, you Leonard. <laughs> and so she goes on an expedition with him to hunt the most dangerous vampire of all time because that makes yeah. sense. But remember, <laughs> plots are a little shaky at best in these types of stories. So they're there to kill Vladimir Crimson. They slay all of the vampires, but they don't slay Vladimir. And I have to tell you why, okay? I <laughs> highlighted it in <laughs> some, some of the notes that I took on this stupid fucking thing. Oh, my God. So it, the, the book itself, and when I say book, this thing was like maybe, maybe 50 pages. Maybe. It was probably less than that, on all honesty. Um, so... Um, let me just pull up my notes here. It didn't get good until she actually meets the vampire or until they uh, are about to meet the vampire. So, let me pull it up. So if you read it, just skip to that part. Yes. Okay. So, oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, Damn it, it keeps... Okay, I don't know if you struggle with your Kindle, but Mm -hmm. mine... She's a saucy little bitch, and she doesn't like to do what I ask. So Yeah, why don't you spank her? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounding like the Count from fucking Sesame Street, Vladimir says, 
you dare to trespass upon my home in Florida, I kill you. (laughs) And the reason he wasn't fucking there was because he was visiting... Oh, no, no, sorry, hold on. You dare to trespass upon my property and massacre all my friends while I am out visiting my grandmother in Florida. I kill you. (laughs) That's the full line. Yeah. And um, so before, and so Leonard gets killed. Spoiler alert. Um, No one cares about Leonard anyway. No, no. But so her, this girl and Leonard, they do fuck. Um, No, this girl and Vladimir. No, she fucks both of them. Oh, but, okay, okay. So Jessica, she says, so you ready to give me the D, babe? And then <laughs> Leonard chortles and says, I've been ready, babe. Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. So when she meets Vladimir, she's like, oh, I'm going to take my clothes off. And he's going to be so attracted to my boobs that he's not going to want to kill me. And then she says, you wouldn't kill a little old me, would you, Vladimir? I mean, maybe there's a way I can make up for my boyfriend and his buddies butchering everyone you know and love. <laughs> and um, so um, he, she asks why he doesn't sparkle like the, um, the Twilight people. And he says, hell, I don't sparkle like those cocksucking bitches. <laughs> Real vampires like me, Dracula, and Grandpa Munster don't fucking sparkle. We suck blood, not cock like this bitch ass <laughs> Twilight pussy. <laughs> yeah. I need to read this book. Yeah, dude, I'll give it to you if you want. I don't know how you send books on Kindles if I you can, but can. Yeah. um and then he asks what blood type she is and she says, I don't know, but it's my time of the month, so why don't you go down there and no. figure it out? Literally. Figure that one out. So old boy earns his red wings in a very major way. <laughs> And I believe the last line that I saved from this that was just too good. Oh, okay. Um, so here we go. Um, I have to click on it. It's kind of a long quote. Okay. Damn it. Here we go. Uh, dang it. Hold on, guys. The stupid Kindle. She's okay. As I savagely fuck myself with the dildo, which the dildo. Um, Vladimir got turned to stone because she accidentally opened a curtain and she just snapped off his stone dick and she's now fucking herself with his stone dick. As you do. Right, as one does. I do my best to ignore Leonard's severed head on the (laughs) ground and Vladimir's stone body on the bed beside me. It certainly does qualify as one of the most macabre masturbation sessions I've ever had, but a woman's got to do what a woman's got to do. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? (laughs) So I, I liked this one because the last, like, 15 pages was worth it <laughs> up until then i was like i really don't know but this was so over the top that i had to like i was all about it no. and it's a short right it's short it's super short it you could read the shit in under an hour okay so i recommend it for that if you want to chuckle now if you really want to <laughs> chuckle you read anything and i mean anything by chuck tingle okay this guy is <laughs> i don't know he his words make angels weep because <laughs> he now, he does write a lot of gay stuff. So if that's off-putting to you, then, you know, maybe he does have some stuff that's not overtly gay. But the first thing that I read was, um, let me pull it up here. And by, by gay, you mean uh, man on man, right? Um, I think there might be some woman on woman, but mm. um, there might not be. I'd have to double check on that. <laughs> but yes, mostly gay, uh, man on man. And the first thing that I read by him was pounded in the butt by my own butt. Love it. Love it. And so basically there's this successful... 
uh, guy. He works in a lab, and they're working on cloning technology. And um, they want to see how they can clone people for, you know, working purposes and, and all that other stuff. So um, they're mixing the DNA of humans with animals and seeing what comes out, basically. And so... Was that an earthquake? No. I think maybe your downstairs is just <laughs> I think, overworked yeah. from all this sexy talk, talking about vampires and... <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, Continue. Well, you did. I'm trying to talk about somebody who had sex with their own butt, and you're not even listening to me. Hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, they clone this guy. They mix his DNA with, like, a falcon or an eagle or some, like noble winged bird and <laughs> they um it ends up working okay and what comes out is this guy's ass like that's the it's it's that's the part of him that got cloned and it has big wings but it has his brain and it also has a dick so the ass has a brain and a dick yeah but it doesn't have like facial features it's okay. just a butt and so he this man sees his butt and he's like attracted to it and the best part about this book is that the other lab, the head lab guy, sees that this guy is attracted to his own ass, and he like plays wingman, and he's like, "I'll give you two some, some space," <laughs> and he like lets the guy take his fucking ass out to dinner. So he just casually takes his ass out on a date, and they go eat dinner. And so, wait, how does his ass eat dinner? I guess he puts it in his crack. I don't know. They don't really specify. Oh, okay. He just says, I've never eaten. It sounds amazing. Responds, my sentient ass. Let's go. <laughs> That's an actual line from the book. Um, the next thing I know, I'm sitting across from my own ass, looking deep within his soulful eye. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> oh. Yep. I need you to fuck me. I suddenly admit in a haze of lustful, de de lustful desperation, I need to be pounded up the ass by my own ass. <laughs> I think Charles Manson tried that. No, not Charles Did Manson. Did he really? Alan Manson. Oh my god. So yeah, this guy craves his own ass and how okay, so the how it ends and I'm going to ruin this for you, but the beauty is not me ruining the plot. It's in the words that Chuck Tingle uses. <laughs> so he has sex with his own ass and of course it's great cuz it's this guy's brain so he knows what Exactly. Yeah. His ass wants. And um, the guy's a commitment phobe, so he like wakes up from their sex 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 session and realizes his ass is gone. He's like, "Oh, my ass hit it and quit it," because there's a note here saying, "I'm hitting it and quitting it." And then the <laughs> ass like shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, "Just fucking with you, like, bitch. You get, thought, yeah, bitch. You thought. Now get over here." <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so I thought when I purchased, I spent money on that book, and when it ended. I thought that was it. But Chuck Tingle, not all heroes wear capes. He <laughs> he added a second book as part of this book. And the second bonus book was Unicorn Butt Cops Beach Patrol. <laughs> and it was even better than the other one. This one was my favorite by far. And I recommend every fucking buddy read it. Unicorn. Gay, straight, asexual. I don't even care. Read this book. Say it again. Unicorn Butt Cops Beach Patrol. I was laughing so hard. I was crying. And it's so the basic storyline is that Jeff is this successful businessman in Santa Monica and he gets laid off and now he is totally homeless and he's trying to survive. So he makes the absolutely fatal mistake of stealing a carnitas taco. <laughs> and, 
and enter the Unicorn Butt Cops Beach Patrol Division. And they have Jeff in their custody and they've found a way to publicly punish him to ensure that he'll never steal a carnitas oh, taco I'm again. Sure. So they take this guy out onto the fucking beach and they basically make him like, you know, double uh, hand job them. And then he like double blows them. He's like frantically going back and forth. And then of course he like starts banging one and then he's banging the other. And then he's banging both of them. Meanwhile, there's an entire group of like tourists coming up and taking pictures and you said Santa Monica, right? Yep, in Santa Monica. So there's huh. a lot of tourists well, out that way. That shit usually happens in Venice Beach. Yeah. No, this was Santa Monica, huh. not Venice. I know. This is like a classier situation. Um, <clears throat> so, and I, I have a couple uh, little quotes because I mentioned the best thing about Chuck Tingle's books are the words that this man chooses to use. So, um, oh my gosh, where are my notes? <gasps> are they not even going to be here? Lindsay's having performance issues. Oh my gosh, she totally is. Maybe <laughs> it's best left saved them. Wait. unsaid though. No, oh no. So that people can nope. read it themselves. Oh, maybe, but honestly, I want everybody to share in my joy. <laughs> um, we'll see if I saved them. Okay. Oh, geez, I guess I did not. Okay, okay. well, basically, he says like, I want you to fuck my little twink ass, you unicorn butt cop. <laughs> Or, and like this real cop pulls up and he's like, what you doing over here, unicorn butt cops? And they're like, we've, we've got our, you know, he stole a carnitas taco. And they're like, oh, there's a lot of that going on down here. How are you going to handle it? And they're like, ah, oh, we're probably going to double team him. And they're like, all right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's fucking nothing. And, and I'm going to ruin it. Do it. Can I ruin it? Because Fine. this is the part that sent me over the okay. edge. Okay, if you don't want her to ruin it, just fast forward really quickly. Yeah, fast forward like 30 seconds. And if you want me to ruin it for you, turn it up because this is where it gets really good. So um, the unicorn butt cops leave after this guy is now soaked in their sparkly unicorn jizz. Okay, mm -hmm. this guy is a human, well, he's a sponge. Mm -hmm. he, they go away and he's like, man, I'm never going to have sex with them again. That's really sad. And then they come back and they're like, hey, do you want to be part of unicorn butt cops? And then he gets really excited. He's like, well, I need a job. And then he's like, well, don't you have to be a unicorn to be a butt cop? And then he's like, well, yeah, but we're starting a dinosaur division. And the guy, Jeff, starts to get real panicky. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, Jeff, you stole a carnitas taco. That's dinosaur behavior through and through. We get five carnitas tacos thefts a day. And it's always a raptor or a rex. And... <laughs> So Jeff is a fucking dinosaur. The and the fuck? book ends with him saying, I smile my dinosaur smile. Where do I end up? So the whole fucking time, Jeff is a dinosaur. And you don't find out <laughs> until the end. And <laughs> apparently dinosaurs love carnitas tacos. You know, it has to be a dinosaur. Because honestly, I was thinking... In what world would someone eat a carnitas taco and then consent to having their ass, like, fucked? Because... I'd be pretty worried about accidentally <laughs> shitting. <Yeah. laughs> Explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> he goes to pull out, and it just it keeps going. <laughs> and so, so I will say, th these books are hilarious, but they're also very explicit. So things like shaft and drool and, like, railing and butt... My, puckered asshole these are all things that are mentioned i think that that's kind of the theme with all the books that we No, mentioned. for sure but yeah. what, at least this one made me laugh my fucking ass off and i would for sure i have now in my wish list <laughs> on 
Amazon Kindle. I have books by Chuck Tingle in my Amazon wish list. So, so there, there it goes. He gained uh, a fan. We, we, we have one winner at least. One out of the like seven books that we read between us. <laughs> but that being said, I think that not everything is for everyone, and I think you True. and I might be just those two people that don't enjoy reading smut. You want to know what my biggest problem with it is? It's unrealistic. You know what? That's not even my biggest problem Ugh. with it. But you're you're right. Yeah. Well, my biggest problem is how is it different from just watching porn? Okay. Like this is literal poolside porn. Everything that you and I just read, could mm. you say those things out loud and have it be fine? No. The only reason you're not called filth at the pool or the park or at the food court mall no is because no one can see when they walk behind you that you're glancing down and seeing some dude railing a chick because it's on a page but it's there in a hundred mm-hmm. words or less right and people say that porn kills love and maybe to some mm-hmm. extent that's true in certain circumstances but that's like another topic for another time but what about smut is it is all of it suddenly art because you have a first grade reading level and a tree might have died to get you this book like so i think smut just like porn can not doesn't always but can create these unrealistic expectations yeah. about what sex is i think the books that we've read at least can as well so with the alien one it's a little bit unconsensual at first and it's mm-hmm. like i understand it's playing up that fantasy but in all of these books there's a lot of would you consider oral foreplay I don't know. I actually don't yeah. know. And the reason there's, I say I don't know is I think it depends on how it's done, probably. I guess, yeah. There's a lot of, like, oral or fingering to completion. And the woman completes, like, comes, C-U-M, like, multiple <laughs> times before, like, sex, like, penetration even starts. Mm-hmm. And I think that while, yes, women should women's pleasure should also be a priority in the bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, it's unrealistic to put that pressure on yourself to where I have to to come multiple times mm-hmm. because most women don't. True. So True. take take it with a grain of salt, I think. Yeah, but it is it's for sure porn, especially That's what I'm saying, but like women act like like they're not that they're better than but like you get mad, let's say you get mad at your boyfriend because he watched something pornographic. It's like, how's that any different than ice barbarians? Do you know what I mean? Like So I think to them though, it's different because the porn Because it's what you like? No, no, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the porn is with they're 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 ejaculating essentially to another person and mm. that person is real. Mm. Okay. Um, and so I think to some women they might feel uncomfortable with that idea because Mm -hmm. they're thinking that the man is thinking about fucking that woman which (laughs) honestly it could be maybe but it could also just be the fact that it's the act or whatever um with the book there's no real actual person unless it's saying like you know i i fucked patrick swayze Mm -hmm. um it's there's no actual person attached to it so i think okay that makes sense in that sense like yeah it's less risky i guess or less okay. cheating because well, i just want to bring bring it home with this then. All right, if anybody doubts for a fucking minute that these books are not porn i'm gonna give you two quotes one is from a porno pornographic video that i had to suss out today and one is from one of the books that we read and you tell me which one came from which oh i like these games go for it quote number one is this my pussy? Yes, it's your pussy, daddy. 
I'm your dirty girl. Yes, I'm a dirty fucking slut. That's number one. Number two, do you want to know what a dirty little slut you are? Yes, daddy. I want to ride your mouth while your cum is dripping off my nipples. Which one came from which medium? Hmm. Seems a lot of crossover, doesn't it? It does. So I don't want to hear nothing about nothing that you guys are reading these books because they make you feel good and spicy. If you want to read it, fucking read it. But just own what it is. It is word porn. It is. It's word porn. I know exactly which one is from which book because when I read it, I went, what the fuck? Okay, which one is it? It's number two. Number two is from uh, the book. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. And you know what? I did. I thought I was going to have to search for a little bit to find a no, porn I- video that matched. And I did not. I didn't. It was like the first or second. It was the second video. Yeah. And it was this guy vigorously railing this chick to like EDM music. <laughs> it was. I had my headphones and I had to turn it up really high to hear them talking. And I'm like <laughs> on my lunch working like, you know, and it's like, ah, ah, I'm a dirty little slut. <laughs> you know, on that note, I think this has been the longest episode that we've had so far. So we're not going to have a, a mighty morphin power daddy. We don't know. We're sworn off men. For I know. A little bit. I like, can't. Like, I'm so sweaty right now, and it has nothing to do with being turned on. It's just more like, God, if I have to think about, like, dicks and vaginas and flying butts anymore, I, I don't no, know. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read something really gruesome and kind of read like a, 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 a Ikea assembly manual <laughs> to reset myself. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we want to know what y- you guys have, uh, your experiences with. Yeah, do you Smut have a smutty book recommendation that you want us to read? We'll do it. We'll do it for you. Sapita will do it. <laughs> I I will do it for you. And I, you know what? If it's if it's bad enough, maybe we can get Lindsay to to climb on board as well. So oh, I climb on board. All right. Oh yeah, we can climb on board. Climb on, climb yeah, in, climax. <laughs> <laughs> but really, we we just want to hear from you guys. Uh, send us an email at two salty broads at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two salty broads. I'm Sapita and I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay, stay salty. salty.